Welcome to The Pulse, headline news. Thank you all for joining us all around the world. Let's start off with some music today, then we'll get rolling into the show. Enjoy, everybody. Let's do this. Bienvenido a las noticias de titulares de Pulso. Gracias por ser parte de la familia Pulso. I got no direction We're all playing the same game We're all looking for redemption Just afraid to say the name So caught up now in pretending But what we're seeking is the truth I'm just looking for a happy ending All I'm looking for is you. You came upon me way long way. You're the reason I'm still here. Am I the one you were sent to save? You came upon me way long way. I wandered out into the water. that I might drown I don't know what I was after Just know I was going down That's when you found me Not afraid anymore You said you know I always had you baby Just waiting for you to find what you were looking for Came upon me way long way. Yeah, 
I have the right to remain silent, but I don't have the ability. I cared about two things in high school. I cared about basketball and I cared about cheerleaders. I'm convinced most uh, of my colleagues believe in God and the rest think they are God. <laughs> and I can state categorically, unequivocally, Denzel Washington is one of the five coolest people in the world. <laughs> oh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. You want to meet Lady Gaga? That's who I want to meet. And I love Pulp Fiction. I, do you really? Yeah, sometimes the Senate is like seen from Pulp Fiction. The federal budget's like a cow. There's not a big chunk of fat there. The fat is marbled throughout okay. the animal. I mean, I've driven all over Washington. I can't find the money tree. Now, the president, I know, the president has blamed inflation on everything. He blamed inflation on COVID. But I don't see people going around coughing inflation on each other. I, nobody believes it. <laughs> but that's also why his poll numbers are on a journey to the center of the earth, because they think the American people are morons. I took her car the other day to, to, to fill it up. My car fainted. I don't know, guys, gals, it. What am I supposed to say anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I say, always be yourself unless you can be Batman. <laughs> or Batwoman. America is the greatest country in all of human history. I cannot imagine what this world would be like without the United States of America. They think that, well, only the federal government can made, make America great. You know what made America great? Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. That always will be the case and always will. The Clear Sky Lodge. This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge, where the steaks are the best in Alaska. Don't forget Wednesday food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 7.30. Clear Sky Lodge, located at milepost 280 Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-2251. Tell them your friends at The Pulse sent you. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Pulse. <laughs> Headline news. Today's Wednesday, July 12th. It is the 12th. Man, we're just humming right through July. Welcome to the room, everybody. I see Hanny J. Good to see you, girl. Uh, Nina Rick's in here, our executive producer, Miss Susie. Daddy Hoff, looking good, dude. I also see uh, Rhode Island Reds in here. We also got Shane, the bald guy, hanging with us. And Russell, double O-N, he's in here as well. Happy hump day to you guys, too. Uh, and uh, I got a little bit of rest. Scott, did you get a little bit of rest last night? Kind of. Good what? morning, by the way. What? Give me a what? I said, did you get some rest last night? No, and I didn't get any rest this morning either. No? Nope. <laughs> I got a little bit. I, I squeezed in a little bit. Yeah, we were up late last night. If you if you saw a pop-up, I don't know what time it was. We fired one up around 11.30 last night, Alaska time. What's that? 2.30 a.m. Eastern? I don't know. It was uh, We had fun, though. We had a good time. 
All right, uh, where are you at? Are you driving? Yeah, I'm driving. <laughs> where are you going? Are you heading home? Uh, yeah, but I'll make a stop before I get there. Oh, oh, so so do I have to stall a little bit? Is that what you're saying? Why? I've got my I've got everything that I need here. Do you? Oh, okay. Look at Scott is remote right now. Uh, <laughs> stayed up past 2 a.m. Susie says, yeah, maybe yeah, a little bit. Uh, it was good. It was good. By the way, uh, let you all know we'll be doing shows remote next week. Well, I will be because starting Saturday, we have made the executive decision Saturday morning that we are going on vacation. So you guys are going to going to get to hear some remote shows like sitting out in the middle of the bush in Alaska with a campfire going and my cocktail in my hand as we're doing the show to include mornings. <laughs> Sounds good anyway. Anyway, we're going to start playing with some, uh, yeah, and you guys are coming along. That's exactly right. Susie's idea. She's out. How cool would it be? I'm going to set up a, a mini studio out when we're camping. And uh, I'm even going to bring some extra mics. And uh, we'll see what kind of people walk by and see if we can uh, drag them in. And uh, we'll play. We'll have some fun. Hey, Inspire, welcome. Rx, welcome as well. Uh, you know what? I was going to tell you this. Uh, hey, Scott, guess what? What's this that? is really cool. Uh, today is National Etch-A-Sketch Day. <laughs> oh, so... so uh yeah at least we you know you're using one for uh to broadcast the show right right an etch a sketch right yeah yeah i was gonna use a speaking <laughs> spell but i went old school and went etch a sketch <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually i was actually really good with an etch a sketch a lot uh, of people uh, man it took a lot to do it but i was actually pretty good with an etch a sketch were you any good with one no i didn't do that no, you didn't? I, didn't, really? I just didn't do that at all. Oh, you're kidding me, man. No, I had um, a typewriter. <laughs> what does that have to do with an Etch-A-Sketch? That was a toy I had. <laughs> oh, man, dude. <laughs> Other than that, it's National Pecan Pie Day, which Susie's Pecan Pies, as you can imagine, like her other stuff, is amazing, so... Oh, I hear the Circle K bell in the background. Oh, dude, it's, it's slammed in here. Is it? They're they're all trying to get around the Bud Light display. Yeah, there's a lot of people in here. Really? Yeah. Really? There's there's a there's like seven people in line. No kidding. Doesn't yours isn't yours uh, Circle K set up? Doesn't it have the the self checkout there? It does. It does. Yeah. Busy. I can't believe that. They got they put uh they put self checkouts in a circle K. It just blows me away. Yeah. Coming uh, coming to you too. What's that? Coming to you. You got holidays, right? Yeah. Holiday yeah. now on Circle K. Correct. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt they they've already been in there. I haven't been into a holiday in a while. I think probably the last holiday I was in was like months and months and months ago Susie probably been into one quicker than i was did you go get your free slurpee yesterday by the way no 
I never asked you if you did that or not. No. The only one, only, you know, the only one I have is the uh, the secret one, the secret yeah. 7-Eleven. And I didn't feel like driving over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you making a latte? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, I, I picked up on that noise in the background. Scott's making a latte for us. Uh, <laughs> all right. Also, National Pecan Pie Day. Uh, and what the hell is that? National Different Colored Eyes Day. Uh, if you got two different colored eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you, what are you going to say? <laughs> I'm not, nothing. I'm not going to say anything. You sure as hell were. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what is the name of that? Heterochromia or something like that? Having uh, two different colored wow. eyes? Uh, no, I'm I'm straight, by the way. You are? I don't know <laughs> what you just said, but. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh there it is. Okay. The appreciate the striking beauty of heterochromia or having two different colored eyes, a common phenomenon among dogs, cats, and humans alike. <laughs> oh man. All uh, right. Ultimate, ultimate Coca-Cola is gross. Oh, is it? Yeah. Dude. I, oh, by the way, uh, hey, Russ, I got to have uh, yesterday, or the day before yesterday, day before yesterday, I had uh, I got to have some Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning. Went by KFC and had the Sweet Lightning, man. I was like all over it, by the way. Redneck Rambler, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, so, Russell, that was to you, buddy. I, I, I ended up getting some sweet lightning since KFC is the only one that carries it. And I dig that, man. That's the, that's a, it's mango. I think that's what it is. Is it mango, Scott? Yeah, I think it's not. like mango and peach. It's Yeah. But it was really good. I got that yesterday. Tastes like a peach. Tastes like... Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. So as, uh, as Scott is doing his shopping list here... Ah, oh, thank you, Hanny J. There you go. Surprised there wasn't other characters behind that one. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, it's also National New Conversations Day. Okay, on that one. Independent Retailer Month. That they just added on there. Other than that, National Simplicity Day. So be simplicit. Let's see. From taxes to technology, life gets too complicated and stressful. Declutter your life and mind by stepping away from it all and settling down with a book and a cup of coffee or tea. I'm going to be doing that Saturday. Well, it won't be that, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Annie's behaving. Uh, Russell's not. <laughs> Crazy, welcome to the show. All right, uh, let me know when you're done doing checkout there, and uh, we'll get rolling. Currently, it's 60 degrees here. 
Uh, it's actually 60 degrees and raining outside. Uh, we're finally getting some moisture here in the interior of Alaska. We got a high of 69 today, low of 50. Going into tomorrow, our warmth returns will be at 74. Uh, then Friday, 74. Looks like all the way through the weekend, we're uh, above 72 to 75. So looking good, looking good. All right, did you get checked out? Yeah. Okay. You ready? Uh, are you uh, ready to do but this? But I didn't thing? think she was cute. <laughs> uh, you're just full of it this morning, aren't what? you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Crazy. Check me out all day. Don't yeah. mean I'm going to do anything. <laughs> so Crazy wants to know, since you were doing the, the shopping thing at uh, Circle K, what did you end up getting, by the way? Oh, Jesus. Mm, come on. What does he have to do with it? Let's hear it. I got, I got uh, my, uh, I got vanilla coffee or whatever. Yeah. Vanilla cappuccino or, and um, uh, two bottles of Coca Cola Cherry Zero. Uh huh. And there's a snack I got: uh, peanut butter crispy bar. <laughs> no meat sticks no, you didn't like no no you not, didn't? not not in the not in the mood to, uh you know devour meat sticks right now <laughs> humble dog welcome to the show <laughs> all right well there you have it that was uh that was the big shopping spree for uh scott this morning at circle k uh yeah i'm surprised you didn't get usually you're you're like the meat stick bean you know, a what? A meat stick fiend. You like? No, no, I, I don't. You love devouring your meat. No, no. If anything's been consistent lately, yeah. Um, it's been. Um, I'll get beef jerky. I, I really don't. I'm not super fan of beef sticks, to be honest. Really? The beef jerky I'll get. Uh, but lately, yeah. it's been they've been having candy bars that. They're like reorganizing the shelves in there, and yeah. they've got they've got dollar candy bars. Really? Yeah, Crunch Bars, Mister Good, Mister was it was it Mister Good Bar, Mister Good Bar? Yeah, the peanut chocolate bars. Um, Butterfinger is a dollar right now. Oh, okay. Um, there's some other ones that I'm missing, but yeah. Well, Susie's going to uh, Three Bears today to stock up the uh, stock up the bus for our trip. So you know as well as I do, Three Bears always has incredible goodies there. There's always like some some monstrous goodies that you don't just get; they're just out of the normal. I'm gonna be surprised to see what uh, uh, see what happens. Uh, uh, Shane asked if you got any marathon bars. I don't even know what and, that is. And, uh, marathon. Isn't that the caramel, chocolate caramel, if I remember? And, yeah, Humble Dog, this is the nation's big news this morning so far. We haven't gotten into the news. We're just kind of BSing on the way through. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yes, see, it's I was right. Uh, marathon. Marathon bar. You don't know what a marathon bar is? No. 
let me see here. Uh, I want to see exactly. Uh, oh, th this is right up your alley. The Marathon Bar is uh, braided caramel covered in milk chocolate. That was it. Yeah, see, that's, that's what it? I thought. It, yeah, that's it. Yeah, but it's braided. It's it's kind of it's kind of funky looking. Well, I don't. I mean, you could, you know, flip it, whatever. It's still caramel, right? Just right, right. Miss Dixie, welcome. Like a caramello. Yeah, yeah. But these these have been around since the seventies. Uh, I don't know anything about them. Never had them before. Yeah, marathon bar. But it looks like, like I said, it looks like it's braided, and uh, it's uh, well, I'm gonna oh, still do the the show remote. Are you? By the way, Russ, hey, took a look, take a look at the background today. I changed it up again. On site, but remote. Like I've got I've got my shoes off, so this isn't as professional as normal. Yeah. <laughs> at least you got pants on today, so we're starting yeah, with that. I I, I do at the moment. You know I mean? <laughs> Give it a minute. <laughs> uh yep. Uh, there you go. I've been I've been trying to switch them up, uh, Russell, and uh, get them in there because you do such great work. Russell's making been making our backgrounds for us. He's made some really cool backgrounds, so I've been trying to change them up. Yeah, but I only think we can see part of it right now. Really? You can only see part of it. Let me look at that picture that you sent me. Yeah. Oh, uh, but at least it's still there. I mean, it's still badass. Thank you, Russell. By the way. I've been trying to trying to get that in there. All the kudos go to Russ on those, by the way. He's done some awesome jobs on our on the backgrounds that he makes. He's just very talented when he comes to that. <laughs> All right. Uh you ready to do some news now? Now that yeah, we got I'll uh, get this thing out of my pocket. I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> And a big congratulations to Miss Dixie, by the way, for uh, the fan of the month for June. I'm going to keep throwing that out every show because I'm proud of Dixie and proud of all the predecessors before then. Uh, by the way, if you guys want to become uh, one of the fans of the show, make sure you give myself a click up there. Click on my icon and you can become part of the fan club. And uh, we appreciate that as well. Rico, welcome to the show. All righty, let's, uh, since we've been rattling on for 20 minutes here, uh, what do you say we do some news? Well, speaking of stores, uh, the inflation in the United St uh, States has cooled to 3%. 3% down from 8%. Yep. Okay. Um, it's the lowest, uh, lowest level in more than two years. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it was accidental. Because it sure as heck came from Bidenomics. Just had to say that. Sorry. Just kind of slipped out. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I well, I mean, I'm not gonna complain, I can tell you that. No, no, definitely not. Down to three percent. Okay. Cool. That's uh that's a good thing. Maybe it won't uh cost us an arm and a leg to uh keep surviving nowadays right well that's i don't know if that's changed i mean right. did did everything like just magically get cheaper at the grocery store 
No, absolutely not. Did homes get cheaper? Did no rent get cheaper? Yeah, like no. Um, so so where did it drop at? Where'd that five percent drop at? I don't know. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I think someone's full of crap. Maybe well, it is what it is. I mean, numbers are numbers. Right. Um, it having inflation sucks to begin with. I'll, I'll just put it that way. So yeah, inflation yeah. I think is supposed to be a you know plus minus this or that, not like solid numbers, <laughs> right? right? Like right. Like yeah. <laughs> Look at Rico Kamala did it. <laughs> Dixie says I don't believe the report. I haven't seen any drop. Matter of fact, uh, I don't know. It's still kind of floating out there. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, we were talking about gas prices yesterday, Scott, you and I, right? And, uh, I mean, well, last night we were. We were talking about uh, gas prices with everyone on the show that was in the the After Hours show. And, uh, I mean, I, I still don't see no stability in it. No, no, because no, we're we're uh, we're we're lower now. Yeah. But last time we talked about it on the show, I mean, I think we were, we were like we were fifty cents higher than you. Yeah. And now you're seventy five cents higher than us. Right. Like. Yeah. Okay. Like. There's whatever. no stability. Like, like let the wind blow and see what happens again. Like. Yeah. You know. Did eggs go down again? Did they finally go down? Dixie yeah, says the, eggs with, are with, cheaper. Uh, they might be, but there's something going on in the egg industry that's going to bring them up. Uh, I just I, read about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's it's a regulation that they're going to now put on. That's gonna that's gonna be put on on eggs. Really. So when yeah, so egg prices go through the roof, right? So the yeah. U.S. government finds a way to regulate like half the industry. That's basically what I heard. Okay. So to make sure that they go back up in price. So you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, let me. I can see if I can find it. Um, but yeah, I haven't. I haven't actually bought eggs in a, in while. a while. Yeah. 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 I have. I have not. By the way, Susie. <laughs> Remind me to go pick up the eggs. <laughs> Get those in the bus. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna uh, be all fine. I'll I'll, uh, I'll find it next time I see it. So yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. there is something going on with. Well, the definitely. egg smuggling has gone down too, in Mexico. By the way, right? Yeah. Fear of price a dozen. Okay, here is the news right here. I found something. What? Why are they saying that eggs could climb as high as fifteen dollars a dozen? Okay, here it is. So they're you going bet. to. Okay. Um. So yeah, here's one of the R articles. Um, okay. It has to do with caged. Oh, they're phasing it out, right? Yeah, uh, the price of a dozen eggs could climb as high as $15 with the government set to consider expediting the phasing out of caged eggs. Mm. Okay. 
So everything is going free range, basically. That's what they're trying okay, to Okay, and first off, this isn't here. So all this news I've been seeing, it's not a, they, it's they're trying to, scare, trying to scare U.S. people, but it's not in the U.S. This is all happening in Australia right now. Oh, okay. All right. So I, it's, it's not like weird. As soon as I went on here, it's all this like weird stuff that like very untrusted media links. <laughs> and then when I finally find something that's like, oh, okay, this is this is the same thing, but it's real and it's Emmanuel yeah, Joe Nine News Night Yeah Nine News dot com in Australia. Oh, okay. So it's it's Australia. I, I'm just reading yeah. through the comments on the way through <laughs> it's pretty fun. rico put excellent <laughs> susie told me you forgot the eggs you had one job and you blew it <laughs> i did <laughs> i forgot to pick up the aids <laughs> oh eric went to the library oh. uh, see <laughs> dixie says see i knew that report was wrong there you go australia so if you live in australia <laughs> it's gonna be Fifteen dollars a dozen for eggs. <laughs> How much is that, though? That's like I, I don't know. Let me, let me see. let me take a look here. Uh, look at look at what Ten. Rhode Island put. Acknowledge it before it cracks. <laughs> We're gonna roll on this one. Okay, fifteen U.S. to A.U.S. A.U.D. A.U.D. Uh. Let's see here. Um, okay, it would be. Wait a sec. So fifteen dollars in uh, it'd be twenty two ten. No, no, no. The no, you're doing. You're going the wrong way. Oh, so okay. Fifteen dollars Australian to U.S. dollar. Let's see here. Do I show you? Have like a nickname for a buck? Ten dollars and nineteen cents. Yeah, so that's what I thought. It was like ten. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. It's like, well, still, sucks. yeah. <laughs> People well, are gonna be scrambling for them <laughs> before the price goes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Rhode Island Red beat me to beat me to it in the chat. <laughs> oh, Dixie says, yeah, that's uh, it's still too high, big yeah, time. So, okay, all right. So at least it's uh, well, there's some world news for you on eggs. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a response. Like after seeing what the U.S. went through, that they're like, I know, we'll have an idea. We'll regulate caged eggs. Right. I'm sure we have caged eggs. I, I don't. I don't know. I a lot of is is that I get down here is is Hinkman, and I don't yeah, know if, Hickman. Hickman's egg farm. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's uh, the, their family's embedded into the uh, the the council, the Maricopa, the their commissioners. Right. Right. I well, I used to get my turkeys every year from Hickman's. When I was in yeah. I used to, I used to pre get them every year. Right. And then there was a certain day that you went to go pick them up and you got a farm fresh Turkey. 
I, and they were always huge too. You could pick 20, 20 pounds plus, And most of the time they'd be like 22 to 24 pound turkeys. Well, what's weird is one thing that I do remember. What's that? Has changed in Arizona quite a bit that you'd actually be surprised when you lived here buying stuff from Hinkman farms was expensive. Yeah. No matter what it was. Right. Right. If it was eggs, if it was anything. Right. So, um, now it's not now it's not as expensive as it used to be really okay yeah but it miracles happen when you're politicians and on the side so right uh, i was just thinking they also used to not uh have hinkman farms in tucson oh okay that's now like that's literally when i go to bashes and it probably has a lot to do with bashes they probably made a great deal with bashes right like Half of the egg products are are from them. Yeah. So well, that's that. the same thing with uh, milk products, right? You got Shamrock right there, right? Shamrock Farms for milk, Hickman for eggs and that sort of thing. Yeah, Even- I don't know if I don't know if that's what what, what I get down here. Really? So okay. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I I I, I buy milk to like cook with i know you don't drink milk not really no your boy don't even drink milk hell he eats cereal dry yeah so if i buy milk it's always the the, a little guy yeah see shane said yeah i love bashes too it is it's so cool they always have like the best produce in the world when you go in it's like all like staged like it's in a farm and in barrels and shit i mean it's really cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right they're, they're a little expensive though um yeah well, I, i'd rather not waste the gas yeah so for me well yours is right down the street from you right oh my bashes yeah. is yeah 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 uh, the I, only other alternative of i have is if i if i add two or three more miles i can go to safeway or, or uh, fries yeah or yeah. fries kroger whatever people call it yeah all right, what else you got in the news? Well, uh, Elon Musk's new company has officially launched uh, really? XAI. Uh-huh. Yep, it's officially launched. It'll be an AI-focused company with the goal of understanding the true nature of the universe. Interesting. So, yeah, there's that. Oh, that's, that's special. <laughs> Let me see if I can get this promo that they have. All right. We'll throw it in the chat. After that AI thing that we that we did yesterday, it was uh Yeah. Uh I, Corey, you'll we'll I'll open the lines in a little bit, Corey. They're not quite open yet. Uh we're gonna go through our news first here. Uh what was that one that we played yesterday? The AI was at the summit. Dude, that, I'm telling you that things were creepy, man. Uh, where and they weren't even calling them AI robots; they were calling them humanoids, right? At the Pro AI uh, UN Summit in Geneva. If you guys saw the movie uh, Megan, it was just that freaky. What'd you find there? Nothing. That's just like the promo that's being pushed off. Oh, okay. Just Did you like put it out in the chat. Weird picture of uh, I don't know why he used 
he used her, but it's it's a picture of Kathy Bates, and it just says a- XAI, and then there's a robot on the other side. <laughs> Kathy Bates? Oh, never mind. That That's Elon. Oh, I, okay. I'm confused. <laughs> I thought that was Kathy Bates. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I know you where you were going on that one. Okay, that's interesting. What else do you got? Well, I mean, we don't have much news today, so maybe we will open the lines early. Um, how about uh, we do, uh, I've got a, a nice clip, uh, a Biden clip. Oh, okay. Um, we talked a little bit about it yesterday. We talked about the grumbling of uh, Erdogan, right? He's Right. He's... He's like, like maybe we could trade this deal for this deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like so. Like I, I like, I like how he's he's handling that. He's like, he's like treating NATO like in the European Union like, uh, like, like you know, pawn stars. <laughs> you know, like really okay. <laughs> you said you got a clip of it the latest uh yeah so uh it's it's uh it's biden talking about you know basically the what's going on so here it is so remember we get our info straight from the president and this is what what we get and so this is the fact (laughs) <laughs> and it, this is this is the final word, so don't complain about. <laughs> All right, people, this is why we come to the pulse. Here we go. Let's listen to it. <laughs> I'm just enthused right now. Soon NATO will be the 32nd freestanding, have free, 33, 32 freestanding members. <laughs> standing together to defend our people and our territory beyond beyond all the rest bound by democratic values to make us strong and by our sacred oath that an attack against it is a sacred oath attack against one is attack against all because each member of nato knows that the strength of our people and the power of our unity cannot be denied Wow, Scott. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, 30-somethings. 30-something, right? All together. <laughs> that thing with all of that, with that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Look at the chat. <laughs> I was loving it. <laughs> Soon NATO will be 32nd freestanding have free 30 second three to 30 freestanding yeah. something members <laughs> felt like ninth grade algebra class all of a right. sudden <laughs> i was like wait wait i was i supposed to be writing that down yeah oh no i hope she's not going to be mad because i'm not going to show my work on that one right exactly <laughs> yeah. Biden, can you please come up to the board <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, that was on the final there, George. <laughs> yeah. Could you? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know where that speech was. If it was like, you know, 
local Waffle House or I, I don't <laughs> right to the Waffle House. <laughs> don't bag on Waffle House, man. <laughs> Was there ice cream? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's just absolutely. You sent me a clip yesterday that we never played. Uh, we can wait. We can wait till. Why don't we? Why don't we do an early break? We'll okay. open up. So, yeah, we don't need to necessarily play that. So that was because we were in a discussion yesterday. Oh, okay. That was last night's discussion. I just happened to catch. Well, we it. could get we we could get into that because it's it's fine. And if a lot of people haven't heard it, it's interesting enough to play. Okay. And I'll just have to preface it a little bit because that's not the discussion we're currently on. No, no, but we should talk about that. What we talk. I mean, it's, it's getting, it's getting to that point. And, you know, a lot of people kind of need, you know, I I think at this point where we're cut, everyone's curious about what kind of disaster is going to happen with the election next year. So let's, let's do that. Let's, let's just, uh, since there ain't much news out there, Let's uh let's do that. Let's let's bring that up. Let's talk about it a little. I, I think we could we had a really deep discussion about it last night with a bunch of people in the right. after hours show. And uh there was some there were some pretty pretty interesting ideas that came out. Well, I saw you play the that John Kennedy excerpts. Right. Um, I mean right. come so, on. So, so, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> there there there's there's uh yeah, I guess we'll get into that. Like John Kennedy's kind of, I guess, been coming up. Let's let's talk about John Kennedy when we come back. Uh, we'll take a quick music break here. Uh, get some, uh, get our couple plugs out of the way here, and uh, let's do that because that that would be a blast. Uh, for those that missed it at the beginning, maybe, maybe I'll. Uh, when we come back, we'll we'll play a couple of those clips, Scott. And uh, well, let's just go right into talking about him and and what things are. Uh, happening and and may just happen i mean i I don't know that's gonna be pretty cool all right uh (laughs) look at (laughs) the chat's going wild (laughs) all right let's go ahead we'll take an early quick music break get yourself some coffee or something to drink or some munchies or whatever you like i want to thank you all for joining us here at the pulse headline news today is wednesday july 12th uh thank you all for joining us as well uh if you want to find out more about us if you are new here uh do me a favor please hit that follow button give us some likes on the way through also fan club members we love our fan club members uh please uh join our fan club there you can click on my icon and uh join the fan club uh it uh, helps us in engagement when you guys are in the chat and that sort of thing and just uh, kind of boost us it keeps us rolling here uh if you want to find out more about us you can check out our website go to pulsealaska.com and you'll be able to find out all sorts of cool things all right let's go ahead uh i'm gonna go ahead and jump into a commercial break here we're gonna play a song and we will be right back thank you all for joining us here at the pulse i think it's moose light time Here you go. Let's do it, Shane. This show brought to you by the awesome crew at Nenana Repair, your best friend on the Parks Highway. Now offering AMSOIL products and interstate batteries. Oil changes from $99, full synthetic, up to five quarts. 
A flat got you down, need to deal with your wheels, and the Nana Repairs got you covered. Forging the last frontier, need your vehicle to turn night into day? Moose lights, the Nana Repair has them and installs them. Because in Alaska, if you can't see them, you can't miss them. For vehicle care that's fast and fair, head on down to Nana Repair. 304 Parks Highway, Nanana, Alaska. Give them a call at 907-832-5800 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you.
This show brought to you by the historic Nanana Rail Depot, Museum, and Bed and Breakfast. Built in 1922, located at 900 A Street, Nanana, Alaska. This museum focuses on the history of the Alaska Railroad, the growth through the years, and how it has supported many small communities along the rail belt and beyond in Alaska. At the depot, you'll find Alaska Rail History, an amazing gift shop hosting locally made jewelry, art, and gifts. In addition to the museum, you can stay in one of the depot's three available rooms upstairs. The Brakeman Suite, the Harding Suite, or even the Engineer's Suite. Get on board with the Nanana Depot, where you are one whistle stop away from Alaska Rail history and what is historic Nanana, Alaska. For more information on the Nanana Rail Depot or reserving a room, give them a call at 907-371-5588 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Pulse Headline News. You're not your normal Newsday show. Uh, Scott, welcome back. Good to see you. Uh, crazy Lady, welcome. Good to see you uh, coming in, hun. What's for lunch today, Crazy? Me and Scott are getting hungry here. Scott had to scavenge at Circle K, so, you know. That's <laughs> mm. uh, okay. That's all right. We'll let you go. All right, so. Uh, Just a giant uh, bag of beef sticks. <laughs> right back no <laughs> oh man uh <laughs> well yeah are you are you are you tumbling into the the mr good bars is that what you're going into no right no now? I, I i didn't do that today um no because usually uh. i go like i mean i go in there it's like man i got five on it <laughs> Count five out. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me over five of them over there. Right, right, right. What do you got today? Crunch bars? Yeah. Let's roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, too much, man. So let's go into a talk here. We're we're gonna have some fun with this now. Uh since it's uh July, we're gonna start to th see things start to go crazy in a couple months here with election time. Now we had a we had a conversation. Me and Scott have a conversation along with three others on the panel in our after hour show last night that we put out, and we were talking about uh, you know people that are uh, that are that are jumping into the race uh, for president, and uh, this is this is actually pretty funny. One of the things that was the topic that was brought up was uh, who tumps uh, who tump. Tump, good old Tump, Scott. You know, no, I'm okay I'm doing with well. that. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> we got old Tump. <laughs> we were talking about, uh, you know, who's going to tap for a second, and one of the one of the things that came up was Kennedy, right? Now, for those that didn't catch it, uh, I I played an excerpt. He is one of my favorites. You guys know I've I've played his rant at the beginning of the show we got a couple more of them that we put out there um scott should i should i play that again one of those which one uh let me see here uh we have two of them right i don't think i even played the second the first one. one is the one i don't think you played the first one I uh played. no that was the first one that i played oh okay 
but I do have the second one here. So we were yeah, talking about, yeah, I can play it real quick. Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, John Kennedy here and uh, Senator and uh, how interesting he is. And we actually kind of put out, how could you say it, Scott? We put out uh, kind of a what if scenario last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, the, the uh, pros and cons of the pros that, and cons of so, sort of ticket. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my big negative was John Kennedy and Trump, I think, would make a very unattractive package for new voters to come over because of a, um, an amount of uh, the lack of compassion. Yeah. You know, relatability. But no matter what we got, no matter what, we got an, we got an old man gangbang going on. Right. no matter how you're going to look at it <laughs> so you're just going to have to like you know it's going to be survival of the fittest so take your geritol and, and hit the campaign trail you know right. and that's advice for everybody that i have heard that is running so um yeah all right let's go ahead and play that clip right now uh this is just an excerpt of uh some of john kennedy's responses here we go let's do it Goat's milk, latte drinking, avocado toast eating. Life is hard, but it's harder when you're stupid. Can I take cocaine with my spouse? No, sir. No, sir. I did not call Senator Sanders an ignorant slut. I'm not talking about buying it, but let's suppose I I came in one day and the cocaine was there. Uh, People who are... um, her bilingual. They speak Eng- speak English and stupid. I don't know why we have to give money to countries that hate us. They should be able to hate us for free. Looks like we're giving Lindsay Lohan the keys to the minibar. President Biden is sort of like um, Kevin Bacon at the end of uh, Animal House. The cantina bar scene out of Star Wars. They wanted it like Ben wants J-Lo. I'm like Bluto in Animal House. I'm just fat, drunk, and, and, and stupid. Frankly, I can't because I can't get my head that far up my rear end. So stick it up there, fact checker. They can kiss my ass. Somebody at the White House has been smoking the devil's lettuce, okay? We cannot run the greatest economy by putting fairy dust and unicorn urine in our cars. Urinate to get off the pot. My car doesn't run off fairy dust. My car doesn't run off unicorn urine. The spending porn on pet projects, it's just shock full of spending porn. There's an enormous amount of spending porn. Next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead, call a criminal, call a meth head. It must suck to be that dumb. I don't, I don't mean disrespect, but the mayor needs to take her meds. Christmas ornaments, drywall, and Jerry Epstein. Name three things that don't hang themselves. <laughs> All right. Name three things that don't hang themselves. <laughs> Drywall Epstein and All right, Scott. So let's let's put this in scenario. Let's put it in perspective here. Okay, we did a we did pros and cons last night. Right. No, and I and I uh, think I summed it up. You, what what you just heard is one of the reasons why I say that. You're going to have okay. two guys and they're going to they're going to get some topics that are need to have social compassion involved. Just so you know that this person actually cares about your immediate family and your surroundings. And I don't know 
if John Kennedy is the person who's going to like add that. Um, but I mean, is he likable? I mean, he absolutely one of the most likable people in the in the Senate. So right, um, right, because he's funny. Like even if you don't agree with him. I can't imagine you hear hear like you know some of the stuff he said and not chuckle like even if you're on the complete. He's other straight side up. I mean, yeah, he, he is. He's just, some, he's just <laughs> like, like yeah, I don't agree with that, but that that's funny. Like that's what I can imagine. Like some people would be like, yeah, that's pretty funny though. And the, yeah, I, I, I like. I haven't found the money tree in Washington. I've been looking for it. You know, like you're right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Get all this. Yeah. There's three things that don't hang themselves. <laughs> I mean, fairy dust and unicorn piss. I mean, my car doesn't run on it. Let's open the lines up here. Uh, if you guys want to call in and come on up on the panel, uh, you can do that. The lines are open here now. Let's see here. Uh, we got, uh, let me get, oh man, the lines are lighting up right now. <laughs> keep calling in. I'll keep adding you guys here as we go. <laughs> Look at this. We started some shit here. Uh, let's get I just wanted line. to see my profile pic on your panel. See how cool it looks. <laughs> it does. It looks good, don't it? It looks like he just stuck his hand in yeah. the oven accidentally and he just burned his hand and he's like looking at it like, ah. <laughs> All right. We got, the, we got the panel lit up right now. So this is good stuff going on right now. Hey, old man, welcome to the show, brother. Uh, I would have loved to have been there this morning for Wild Card Wednesday, but I uh, kind of slept in a little bit. Uh, Scott kept me up till 2.30. We missed you. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be there. I really did. We we ended up uh throwing out a we threw out a show uh real late last night. I don't know, there was no one on and me and Scott were I don't know, we had a long day and we're like, ah, let's throw something out there. It, we put it out about eleven thirty. We called it the the chilling after hour show. Came out at about eleven thirty at night Alaska time. So what's that? Two thirty in the morning Eastern time. And we were on for almost three hours last night, uh, just kind of kicking it. But here's the, here's what we we're talking about. Old man, you're welcome to call in, brother. You know you always got a seat at this table. I know, I know. You always think you're going to talk too much. But uh, let's uh, let's welcome our, our panel here. Uh, we just uh, loaded up the panel here pretty good here. We got Rocky Raccoon. Welcome, Rocky. Good to see you, brother. Glad you could make you it doing? today. Uh, we are well, man. We are well. Uh, we also got the king of overnight podcasting, uh, Russell, with uh, The Outside of Normal. Welcome, brother. Good to see you, man. Uh, let's see here. We got Rico Rocks up here as well. Uh, good to see you, Rico. And uh, we got the podfather himself. Eric is uh, up on the panel. And Miss Crazy Lady. Hope you guys are all having a great day out there. Happy hump day. So, yeah, it is. It's hump day. Absolutely. It is. We are here. Happy hump yeah, I ended. I ended my show last night, man, and like my batteries on everything was dying. I seen you were on, but I didn't have battery on anything to make it there. Uh we we went on because usually you're on till about ten o'clock. And uh, right, yeah. And we went to go jump on, and you were gone. 
So then me and Scott had a phone call. We said we were just sitting around BS and we we're like, ah, oh, dude, let's just go have some fun. So we threw one out. Yeah. But uh, so here's the topic right now. Okay. Thanks, Susie. So we had a we had a we had a oh thank you, Miss Susie. Miss Susie just threw us a bunch of gifts out here. All of us here on the panel. Uh, thank hey, you. thank you, Susie. Susie's number one. That she is. Just letting you know, Susie, you can buy my love. <laughs> you might be right, Russ. Hey, Russ, you could buy mine too. You know what I mean, I can brother. Confirm that also. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me, all those that want to join the fan club, uh, please click on my icon, become part of the fan club. We appreciate that. It boosts our engagement big time out there and keeps us up there. At the, I don't know. We're just gonna say top twenty. We were we were number one for June last month, but uh, I, I just say let's just keep all of us rolling in the top twenty to include the three that have been up there is us and uh, Russ with uh, outside of normal and Caps our good brother for uh, Caps from across many ponds out there. Yeah, I'm slacking this month, dude. I ain't done as many shows. I, ain't, I don't know. I'm just slacking this month. Are you? I know. I've been trying to boost you every time I come in. I'm oh, man. Come on, man. I've been having some good shows lately. It's been fun. Has it? I mean, my mind is getting turned back up. It's getting pretty high paced lately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, XIPOS, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for being here. Yeah, he says his phone says top 10. Yeah, give us it's We're still early. We're still early this month. All right. So here's what we're talking about. We were talking about uh, last night in the after hours show, which kind of went a little crazy. We were talking about uh, who uh, Trump may tap uh, for VP. And one of the biggest ones that came up was good old John Kennedy. Now, we played an excerpt from him. I just played one from him uh, a few minutes ago. And I played one at the, the uh uh, at the beginning of the show, which a lot of people missed because I rolled into it and, uh, you know, it kind of went pretty quick. I'm going to go ahead and play this real quick, and then uh, we're going to have a little discussion about it. Let me go ahead and play the first clip that I played at the beginning here. Here we go. I have the right to remain silent, but I don't have the ability. I cared about two things in high school. I cared about basketball and I cared about cheerleaders. I'm convinced most uh, of my colleagues believe in God and the rest think they are God. <laughs> and I can state categorically, unequivocally, mm. Denzel Washington is one of the five coolest people in the world. <laughs> oh, Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Lady Gaga. You want to meet Lady Gaga? That's who I want to meet. And I love Pulp Fiction. Do you really? Yeah, sometimes the Senate is like seen from politics. The federal budget's like a cow. There's not a big chunk of fat there. <laughs> marble throughout okay. the animal. I mean, I've driven all over Washington. I can't find the money tree. Now, the president, I know, the president has blamed inflation on everything. He blamed inflation on COVID. But I don't see people going around coughing inflation on each other. I, it, co nobody believes it. <laughs> but that's also why his poll numbers are on a journey to the center of the earth. Because they think the American people are morons. I took her car the other day to, to, to fill it up. My car fainted. I don't know, guys, gals, it. What am I supposed to say anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I say, always be yourself unless you can be Batman. <laughs> or Batwoman. America is <laughs> country. And all of you, 
I cannot imagine what this world would be like without the United States of America. They think that only the federal government can make, make America great. You know what made America great? Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. That always will be the case and always will. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Scott, what do you got to say about that? I have the right to remain to remain silent. I just don't have the ability to post Alaska. Right. <laughs> That's John That's Kennedy. Plagiarism. That's plagiarism, Rocco. Rico. <laughs> Rico? Good old Rico. So, Scott, what we were talking about, let's go ahead and get it out there again, uh, since we got a bunch of new people that just joined this show. Uh, Scott, you were talking about how you know, um, how basically you don't know if you would feel comfortable with him being in there, oh, and that, right? No, it's not nothing to do with him okay. not being comfortable. I mean, okay. he's a, a senior senator. Uh, please be able to do stuff like that when <laughs> you are a senator, period. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, I just don't think that he... Uh, well, I think he's extremely relatable. I don't think he is as relatable on as far as getting new voters on a social or compassionate level. Okay. So, um, but it doesn't matter when, like I said, the whole election is just going to be an old man gangbang. Right. Right. So I mean, it, it, it is going to be going to pick your, your, your favorite grandpa and you're going to run with it. I mean, that's basically <laughs> what, what we're doing here. <laughs> Now, do you think there is something that they could do to interest the younger voters, even though we've got, you know, the the senior citizens homes basically running for president? Do you think there is something that they could do that would excite it to bring? There, there, there obviously the there there obviously is for both sides. Right. Yeah. And it's uh, it's an propaganda and incitement against the other that's what you have to do yeah when do we got uh we got the first gop debate i think august 23rd that's coming yeah i don't don't know if i i'd I'd really like throw your chips in on that yeah Um, let's you know put put your eye on the actual target this is again another way like you know writing writing a trend yeah. The GOP debates is equal to Dylan Mulvaney being on on a on a light can. Yeah. So yeah. it is it is a way <laughs> to get us immediately excited about something that doesn't matter. That GOP debate does not matter because no. what matters is the campaign trail. What matters right. is the caucuses. What matters is Super Tuesday. Those yeah. things. Those things matter. Well. Because what really matters when, is, is the candidate that's going to give you the right promises that he's going to fulfill. I think we're past that. I think we're past promises. I think we're, we're just... Well, I know, but they, they, they're going to do it anyway. I mean, you know, that, that's part of the... Yeah, being a politician is promise the world and try to spend two years getting out of the promises or blaming it on somebody else while you can't. And, and in, this, in, in this race, if it ends up being a Trump-Biden thing, you know... Uh, on that point, I mean, yeah, I mean, we don't even know. And I, I'm, I'm just saying, we don't even know Trump 
could be literally in jail mid next year. Absolutely. Like that is not a thing that it's is, not a farce. Um, it could happen. Yeah, I mean that is a that is a part of the the ratio comparison percentage. There is a chance he could be in jail and still be running for president, which would be God. Did he just Epstein some stuff. He just Jeffrey Epstein's in jail. Oh, uh, he he won't. He won't. First day, boom, Jeffrey Epstein, and the guards lost the footage. I mean, I I don't think he I don't think he will. I. I think he has, he is a, a so like self-absorbed that he would do a full campaign and people would do it for him if he's, right. if he's in jail. Right from like, jail. Yeah. So yeah. we don't know he, what anything's going to look will. like, but you're you're right, Rocky. Like I mean, Ukraine, Russia. That's a. Can you imagine Trump and Biden debating U, Ukraine, Russia? I mean, I would, unless Biden has like a really smooth futuristic idea, which he has not shown to anybody. Yeah. Because uh, it's all about now, 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 now. Do this now. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Quickly, quickly. You know, cluster bombs, billions of dollars. Just like that's the way Biden has been handling that. Uh, yeah. Trump, I mean, if we played some clips on what Trump thinks about the whole Russia thing. He basically says, if I was president, it wouldn't have even happened. So yeah. there's obviously a lot of stuff that is in that back pocket. But the idea of what we're going to get a miracle combo of people. Well, first off, VPs don't really matter that much, in my opinion. I really don't think they, they, have, they hold weight. They could kind of, we'll call it decrease percentage. Or increase Welcome, a little percentage, but they're not going to overall usually change a whole demographic. You know, I mean, think about it this way. Kamala Harris was one of the most least popular people in the Democrat Party, and she was selected to be the VP. So did it really matter? Like, it didn't. No. It really, yeah, really didn't. <coughs> so it just people just don't care. Like, to that... To those details, I guess you could say. Can it help? Yeah, it can help a little bit. And yeah, there might have been some people who were a little disappointed in in, in Joe's pick of her uh, that were Democratic that still voted for him, even though that they don't like her at all. Right. You know, right. I mean, it's just the way it is. And But what we were talking about last night is the rise of excitement, because that's how these always turn out, right? Right. Um, you've got, and I started back at like 2008, you know, you had 2008, you had Obama's hope and change. I voted for Obama. There's a reason I voted for Obama because the other person was a warmonger just straight up. I don't vote for warmongers. I don't vote for people who literally want to attack countries and they just don't care. They don't want to see the evidence. They don't want to see the proof. They don't want to see anything. They don't want to try to negotiate. They're like, oh, that country's misbehaving uh, to American morality and all of this. We're just going to bomb them. And I was just literally afraid that John McCain was just going to be this insane person who just bombed Middle Eastern countries. And I was fairly convinced of it at the time. So I would have voted for anybody but him. So, And I live in Arizona, which is like, eh. <laughs> but I voted for him for senator. Now, see, that's where that whole thing is kind of weird. 
in Arizona, he has no control. Um, there, there's as a senator, he's uh, 0.5% of the Senate, right? Yeah. So he is way more contained as a senator than he is as the president, who is literally the whole shebang. So yeah. I just didn't want him there. I mean, honestly, uh, to be fair, I like Sarah Palin better than I like John McCain. Like it was, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. So and um, we got yeah. those issues now. I mean, we we're 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 fighting. Uh, XI put out there earlier that uh, you know our our country has never been this divided. Right. You know, we're we're in a shit storm here. Let's just right. put it. That way. You know, and you have- we've got nowhere to turn right now. You know, so go ahead, Scott. Well, I didn't mean to the whole thing about 2008, Obama's hope and change campaign worked. Have to work too hard to get new people in. Right. He got me. Right. He got yeah. me in. Right. Yeah. And I, I didn't even pay that much attention to it. I just knew that he wasn't going around talking about bombing people. Right. So right. that's all I needed to know. Um, but then we, and then you, I, I don't even want to talk about 12. But if we go to 16, the same thing happened again. And a lot of people don't realize that. We did not count on those voters that voted for Trump to put him over the top. We didn't count them because most of the elite people, if you are downhearted, broken American, you are a factory worker, you know, on, you know, trying to get pain medication and you're divorced. And it's all of that kind of thing. You know, you're from the, the, the Rust Belt. You've been laid off more times than anything else, right? Um, yeah. All of those things. They didn't count those people. And no one brought up that point. And it was brought up before the 2016 election. And it was brought up by one person, and then Michael Moore. So that was the clip that I had for you. Because he brought it up before the election in 2016. Right. He said, you guys need to be careful. And he's talking to his Democratic followers, right? Yeah. You guys need to be careful because there's a whole world out there that the only thing that, that they can do is vote. They can't do anything else. Yeah. So, well, but I thought you could roll with that. And, and he, he explains it way better than I do. Which one is it? Uh, I'm looking for it right now. Is it the... I'm trying to find the clip right now. It's right before uh, Robert's bench. (laughs) Oh, it's right before... (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Okay, I found it here. Uh, Now, uh, let me just tell you this. It is graphics, so... It's uh, not, not really. Not it has, really. But. It has like, a, I think there's a F-bomb that's dropped in it. So Yeah. Okay. Asha, welcome to the show. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, play that clip right now. And this was Michael Super. Moore. Because I know a lot of people in Michigan that are planning to vote for Trump. And um, they're not, they don't necessarily like him that much. And they don't necessarily agree with him. They're not racist and rednecks or they're actually pretty decent people. 
And so I wanted to sort of, after talking to a number of them, I wanted to sort of, I wanted to write this. And Donald Trump came to the Detroit Economic Club and stood there in front of the Ford Motor executives and said, if you close these factories as you're planning to do in Detroit and build them in Mexico, I'm going to put a 35% tariff on those cars when you send them back and nobody's going to buy them. It was an amazing thing to see. No politician, Republican or Democrat, had ever said anything like that to these executives. And it was music to the ears of people in Michigan and Ohio and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, the Brexit states. You live here in Ohio, you know what I'm talking about. Whether Trump means it or not is kind of irrelevant because he's saying the things to people who are hurting. And it's why every beaten down, nameless, forgotten working stiff who used to be part of what was called the middle class loves Trump. He is the human Molotov cocktail that they've been waiting for. The human hand grenade that they can legally throw into the system that stole their lives from them. And on November 8th, election day, although they've lost their jobs, Although they've been foreclosed on by the bank, next came the divorce and now the wife and kids are gone. The car's been repoed. They haven't had a real vacation in years. They're stuck with the shitty Obamacare bronze plan where you can't even get a fucking Percocet. They've essentially lost everything they had except one thing. The one thing that doesn't cost them a cent and is guaranteed to them by the American Constitution, the right to vote. They might be penniless, they might be homeless, they might be fucked over and fucked up, it doesn't matter because it's equalized on that day. A millionaire has the same number of votes as the person without a job, one. And there's more of the former middle class than there are in the millionaire class. So on November 8th, the dispossessed will walk into the voting booth, be handed a ballot, close the curtain, and take that lever or felt pen or touchscreen and put a big fucking X in the box by the name of the man who has threatened to upend and overturn the very system that has ruined their lives. Donald J. Trump. They see that the elites who ruined their lives hate Trump. Corporate America hates Trump. Wall Street hates Trump. The career politicians hate Trump. The media hates Trump after they loved him and created him and now hate him. Thank you, media. The enemy of my enemy is who I'm voting for on November 8th. Yes, on November 8th, you, Joe Blow, Steve Blow, Bob Blow, Billy Blow, Billy Bob Blow, all the blows get to go and blow up the whole goddamn system because it's your right. Trump's election is going to be the biggest fuck you ever recorded in human history. And it will feel good.
There you go. Scott comments. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, I'm not I'm not a super fan of Michael Moore, but uh, he can he can analyze people. He understands people. And and I and I think he did a really good job. He yeah. that speech from that tour was to prevent people from voting for Trump. So yeah. he went around the country to stop Donald Trump. And that's what he told people. He's like, I see this in the writing. It's in the clouds right now. It's all over the place. It's everywhere. It's going to happen. And you, there's nothing you can do about it because the people that you care about don't care about them. All of those broken people. That's right, yeah. Scott Blow. Scott Blow, Brett Bro, Eric Bro. <laughs> Karate Jane, welcome to the show. We all agree to what he says on here and what comes in the future. And you have the right to go out there and vote. Just don't vote for you know who. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, Rocky. Well, you could you could vote for whoever you want. Uh, I I don't I don't want to stop anyone from voting for whoever they want. No, the Uh, the problem is we need people to vote. My, 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 my favorite way of, of putting this out is um, we've got a lot of subject matter with whatever way you vote. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of subject matter, like well, a lot of things. I love his term. Let's stop right there and, and talk about the term. What we need is the human Molotov cocktail out there. I, I using that term right there is literally what we needed and where we needed to go with this thing. And here we are again, we're coming up on it again, right? This has been what we've gone through the last, you know, three years has just been crap. Any way you look at it, you know? From what we've been attacked with, with pandemics, crap, to (laughs) shutdowns, to this and that. I mean, I got to say, you know, it's it's time to do something and start bringing this. You know, there was uh, there was stuff in the chat where XI put out there. We've never seen a country so divided, which we haven't, you know, Um, and we're at that point now. So what are we going to do to change this? Go ahead, Rocky. You've got you've got a the civil war. The, the, yeah. the civil war. But, Go okay. ahead, Rocky. One of the things you have to remember is none of the politicians they've ever ran for president in the last twenty five years had a real business job. They were all politicians from the ground up. Right. Okay. None of them knew how to run a business and. The United States is a business. It's a corporation. And Donald Trump was brought in as a CEO to prevent a hostile takeover. Because we have been borrowing money from oligarchs all around the world. The central bank, the Chinese, whoever will give us the money. And Donald Trump was putting an end to it. Okay. Now, a lot of people, they... 
don't like the way he is because he hurts their feelings. Okay. But something that we have to remember is sometimes you have to shame the bastards in order to get everybody to look at him. And that's what he did. He shamed them because he called them out for what they've been doing. The media, other politicians from federal, state, and local, whoever the heck was standing in the way of progression and not the, not the democratic progression because Democrats, all they want to do is turn the United States over to a slave colony again. That's the deal they made 150 years ago. <laughs> the and they are set on destroying America because they made the deal and they sold their souls for that deal. Now, if Hillary would have got in, we would be screwed already. We would be probably, everybody on this panel would probably be dead because they would have took us out because we are the opposition. They don't want critical thinkers. That's what all this crap's been about. The social media that they have on Facebook to ground off and, and call liars of people saying the truth. They say misinformation and all this other crap. It's all coming to light now. And people got to get off their butts, get out of their easy chairs, put on their work boots and get to work because we have to save the country or else the whole freaking world is going to go down. Absolutely. We, we have been in every war since World War One, and that was because we were told to go to them. And some of the oligarchs of our own country, Ford, Rockefeller, the, the Dagon Chemical Industries, the food and drugs, the manufacturing, were all part of getting us into war to make nothing but tons of money at the blood of the innocent peasants that they wiped their feet on. Yeah. We have uh -huh. to stand up and upset the table because it's our back is holding the table up. Well, let's let's talk about that. Okay. Now, uh, Scott, you put out, you know, um, when voting came around for Obama. Right. You know, it, it was the thing is, is we're trying to find a way if and you've noticed lately over the years, Scott, to, to me included that it isn't even a Democrat-Republican thing anymore. It is more of what are they going to do to the for the country to make things better. And it's not even, and you've noticed this over the years, or just over the last eight years, that things have changed to where people are basically coming in as voters under a U, under undecided, to give the chance to see which direction they could push it or which is going to push our our country to a better standing. Now, is that including the illegal immigrants too that are being snuck in in the, co the country too? And that's a totally different. Land? That's a totally different problem that we have here. Hmm. Any way you look at it, it's still a problem. It yeah. was addressed during the Trump administration. Okay. And he mm -hmm. did something towards it. Yep. So we can't say that he didn't do anything for it. The only thing no, that we've absolutely. seen in this last administration was the tearing down of it and not supporting it. Right. 
Okay. So, something you have to remember about that. Uh, it brought in um, millions of immigrants. And any immigrant that has a disability or is too old to work, they go on Social Security. Social Security is paid by the workers of America. You pay into that. Why are they giving them Social Security? Because they want to continue to bankrupt Social Security since Johnson put it in the general fund back in the mm-hmm. 60s. Mm-hmm. And that there they wow. say, oh, we don't have enough money for Social Security, but we got plenty for Section 8 housing and Medicare and everything else. Where's that? And that is a problem. Someone's in the matrix. Rocky, you're in the matrix, Rocky. I have the right to remain silent. I just don't have the ability. I figures. Hear me now. Let's let let's talk about that. Go ahead. Um, I was talking about me. Go ahead, Eric. I was going to bring up something very interesting when you are. We're playing that Michael Moore piece of a while ago, back from the 2016 election. Like, I, I recall, you know, like that Pastor T.D. Jakes having like a short-lived syndicated talk show. And there was one day, you know, he had Oprah Winfrey on as as one of his guests. And, and Oprah really made one of the most condescending remarks that really, I think, you know, would alienate like half of her fan base when, you know, it was Hil- Hillary against Trump. And she kind of made the remark that, like, you don't have to like Trump. You're going to learn to like Hillary whether you like it or not. And that really would be an indication of, like, if, if you're going to going to say that we're going to like Hillary whether we like it or not, that's another reason why I'm supporting Trump even more. Exactly. Now, they, there's I mean, a lot. Scott, what do you I think? I mean, you don't have to take my word for it. I think uh, I think uh, Hillary's presidency is a, is Biden's presidency. And I think the, what Rocky was talking about, like if Hillary gotten in, we'd probably be decimated at this point. Right. And we would probably be in a Can I ask you, do, I, do you think that she would have got, think, a, do you, do you well, think she would have got elected if she played the trombone to partner with Bill Saxophone? <laughs> like real crap, man. Like I feel like if she had came in with that kind of attitude, if she had came in with that kind of attitude, dude, she'd be president. Dude. I think I think her presidency would look just like a Biden's day does. I think yeah. they have tried to separate us. They have tried to start departments about hey, disinformation. God to even get us at a federal level, to get normal people from expressing their their First Amendment rights online that are against her, her the party's policies. They wanna bring the DNC's party policies and conduct and morale into the public sphere. And they have failed miserably. If you think about it, it sounds exhausting and everything that goes on is so exhausting. But if you really look around, it's because Biden's policies fall comes to controlling the opposition. It's it backfired. Now now we're just more I guess used to it, right? We're used to having to question everything. Like yeah. you know, it's it's like every the stuff with COVID, how much stuff we were lied to about that. And they're not even like Super important things. There were obvious things that we were lied to. 
you know. Something you have to, Scott, something you have to look back at, though. I won't put this real quickly. Bush signed in the Patriot Act. That was the foremost part of all this crap they've been pushing on us. Because they can put it in there, oh, it's part of the Patriot Act. That was to, to silence people because people knew that what was going on was completely wrong. Right. And they were they were pushed into it because Saddam threatened, he said, threatened my father with death. Well, yeah, they were at war at that time. But they did not have, and we're not making weapons of mass destruction. It was about him not going to the central bank and becoming an independent gold-structured dinar. Same with, with uh, Gaddafi. Gaddafi was another one trying to start a central bank of, of uh, Africa. He had seven states or seven nations over signing on to it. So they had to take him out. It was all because of our politicians are so flamboyantly rotten yes. to the people of America. We should have streets of gold, but and we can't because Iraqi, it's interesting you mentioned it that. Iraqi, it's interesting you mentioned we should have streets of gold. What comes to mind is we we talk about this division, these political systems, this all these war systems, and all the banks and everything. But it just dawns on me. I like the idea of restructuring the finance, what the dollar is back behind, this whole concept of what is back behind. Actually, yeah, but the thing, the thing you have to do, though, you have to restructure the wealth of America but I think because you have people who are skills. in high places. Please leave your message. High places that are, are destroying what we need to take everybody back else our, is our, trying to get. Our financial existence. And I think things will be changed. I wanted to Scott, I wanted to address uh, something that Chef threw in the the comments. Yeah, I was just going to go to that. Go for relevant. it. Um, so uh, he had asked me a question. He says, "Do you think the way the way that that uh, that Trump handled the pandemic was is going to affect his chances?" Um, yeah, it already has. Uh, there is a huge sect of conservative. Uh, Christians, especially, who have basically given fully up on Trump. And it's because of the way he handled COVID. Um, because he goes around and he wants people to praise him as the father of the vaccine. I invented the vaccine. I'm the one who deployed the vaccine. All of that. If you remember at the time, the Democrats were like, I'm not taking the Trump vaccine. But as soon as Biden became president, they they more than they their jumped arms on the with bandwagon the, with the Trump vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Um, they jumped on so, the bandwagon. So yeah, the act of conservatives who were from the beginning, and a lot of them do have the Judeo-Christian type values. That's where I'll say the majority of that world is coming from. They are they are not liking Trump. Or they want him to apologize one way or the other. Like those are the, that, that. So yeah, that's going to break. But here, I'll give you an actual fact right now. The last okay. presidential poll I saw, which was three or four days ago, was a uh, from The Economist, the, the magazine The Economist. And it was who is 
to win the presidency in 2024. It was 40% Biden, 44% Trump, 6% undecided. And I can tell you, just to be fair, kind of shocked me a little bit. It shocked to me that it was that close and that Trump actually had a slight lead. Obviously, there's a lot of people who are not stating their opinions are, you know, I do notice if you go on Twitter now and you look at comments, you either see a nice mix of people or you actually see the truth on a lot of the propaganda being in the comment section. Twitter has changed an awful lot. And, and I don't know, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, maybe just kind of, uh, I don't know, have an opinion or make a theory about that Elon's changing of Twitter and everything. But if that's truly what the Americans are talking about, we are way more divided than I thought we were. Yeah. Because it used to be you go on there, it was like 80-20 Democratic, just like almost like Biden bots everywhere. Just like no matter what you said, they would tell you like, you know, you know, with COVID stuff. How many people, if you said something about during COVID, I'm talking about like in 2020, like late 2020 or, or 21, I think was even worse with this. In 2021, you go on Twitter, somebody says, I don't want to take the vaccine. They put a post out. I don't want to take the vaccine. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to keep to myself and keep healthy. And, and below it is like hundreds of comments. We should lock you up. We need to get your kids. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, like it was, was just like hundreds was of events. And now that doesn't happen anymore. You don't have yeah. those wall of Biden bots just yeah, like they, attacking they, they can't everybody. Come from my kids. They're open carry. They're open carry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a concealed weapons permit for it. <laughs> nah, Madison. Nah. Dude, it's weird in South Carolina. You can have open carry as long as the ammo is away from the gun and it's not loaded. Um, right. If you have it's it perfect. loaded, that, you have to have the uh, concealed weapon that, that's, yeah. that's unofficial to me. Okay, so let me let me bring up a uh, Scott. You got any comments on that? Do you want got any final comments no, on that before I, the, I bring the, something else up? The other thing I was just gonna say, yeah, the amount of COVID lies where I was saying that the the little lies are the ones that sting the most. Yeah, it's things like hospitals reporting, you know, job site injuries, like falling off of scaffolding or getting in a car accident, or things like that. Getting in a car accident as COVID death, yeah, like that right there shows you how much manipulation that the hospitals are put on, and how much how much money will make you check a different box. Reality. No, no, he's Rico. He's talking about COVID deaths that are missing. That's what I'm saying. And like I just said, the other one is drug deaths. Like probably a bunch of drug. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They were using everything they could to check that box. When they have had the flu and everything, they consider them as COVID. Like, we're really, we're right. really. You know, or if somebody committed they, suicide, they, 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 they diagnosed it as a COVID death. Or if you were in a car accident, they diagnosed it as a COVID death, which I think that's extremely deceptive, right? there. And, and I think that's probably yeah. a big or, fraud in its own or fatal mugging, way. Or fatal mugging was considered COVID related, too. And that's why the numbers went up I mean, each and every week, and there was more and more and more cases. Yeah, it was, all, it was all skewed. Yeah. It was all skewed. Hey, Talk hey Brett, I got fraud. something to throw in there. I've got What's something that? to throw in there about the the father of the vaccine. Okay, you have to remember 
Trump had advisors, okay? Yeah. And those advisors he has to trust to a certain point with what they're telling him. Now, it's proven fact that in 2016, Fauci had already had his hands on a vaccine for this COVID. Now, I'm not going to get into the relevance of a vaccine, but how in the hell did he have a vaccine four years before it, the outbreak? Think about it. I studied this crap for years, and I understand it. A lot of people look at it as, oh, well, that's just what it is. But you have to also understand what they put in those vaccines that were meant to do nothing but trim off the population of the world. Yeah. Gates said it a thousand times. It's a possibility. Well, Gates said it a thousand times that in a good vaccine, we can trim the Earth's population by 10 to 15 percent. Yeah, but he was already he was uh, he already flipped over, you know, around that you know what six seven months ago when gates was out there you know preaching the prick and then all of a sudden oh let's not do it well i understand that but what i'm saying though is he him and the people who were in charge of that they gone outbreak yeah Yeah. they've been in on that since the 1960s to get people to want to take it want to take it and every year it got a little bit worse just remember they got um, autism is caused by vaccines. It's not a freaking birth defect. It's a vaccine-related injury. And we can't sue the vaccine makers because the politicians put a law out that you cannot, you cannot sue any vaccine maker. Yeah, I did. And that's see what's that. happening I, I right do. now. I know. It, it's part of it. It is part of it. Yeah, they did. Uh, it's it's a big money-making machine. Now, I'm going to switch up a little bit. Now, uh, Scott, I, I, I've been meaning to pick your brain on this. So, in order to have a strong presidential or actually a strong president, you need to have a strong vice president. Now, we've seen some crap over the years, okay, with VPs. Now, think about this. When was the last time we had a VP that was actually worth a shit that made changes and oh, actually puts... I already. Go ahead. Did, uh, go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> no, no, I was like... Uh, I was like, uh, when you said, like, worth shit, I was like, oh, what, Dan, like Dan Quayle? Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. P O T O E. So let's talk about this for a minute here. Let's. No, let's real, you know, it would be good, dude, if uh, Kennedy Kennedy come and pick somebody like Tim Scott, the uh, representative from South Carolina, is running, dude. Yeah. He's a uh, he's really highly intelligent and. uh He'd Thank you for the He'd get with uh, the minority votes and all that good stuff, which is a yeah. plus. But his intelligence is far above anybody that's out there running right now. Yeah. It's just he's not but, as known. 
You know what I mean? Let's let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Let's talk about uh, Scott. Just your honest opinion. When was the last time that we had a president and vice president that actually gelled together, worked together, and made something happen? Never in my lifetime. Right. Right. When is that going to change? Okay. Actually, if you even look, you look at that that absolute clown car of my lifetime of vice presidents. Yeah. They're literally some of the most like controversial people period that have ever held high offices. Yeah. They're, they're awful. Awful group of people. There's like, I can't think of one that was a success. And you, maybe, maybe I was on to something. Maybe Dan Quayle is the best. Hey, uh, what about what about Bill Clinton and Al Gore? They jailed. Well, I didn't know that Al Gore was insane until. So the right to remain silent, just not the. Well, he 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 invented the internet, so you got to give him some credit somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Al Gore believed in man bit pig, anyways. Anyway, so. Well, I'm just thinking about all these clowns that we've had for vice presidents. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why I was. I said it earlier. I did. You heard me say it doesn't matter because the bar is so low for VP. It doesn't really affect the vote. People are still going to vote for the main guy. They don't care now. Now, if you're asking, is there value in it? Of course, there's value in it. If you could actually do it right, like how Russ suggested somebody like Tim Scott, you bring somebody in who's actually young, likable, has a good head on his shoulders. He is able to debate and actually think through. He's able to be wrong. He's able to be right. Like you got, if you could actually put someone in there and then another word that you used was work together. Oh my gosh. Do vice right. presidents actually work with, with presidents? Is that even a thing? Or is their job just to, like, irritate people? Because that's I, I how I know. get from I, vice presidents. I think about this right now, right? Okay, well, we're, we're dealing with – we've got Kamala Harris Post, right on, now. Post, I, have, right? I have a quick question. What's that? You, now, this is something very interesting. What is the definition, just the solo definition of the word vice? What does the word vice mean? Well, it depends on what context to use. You know, I mean, because vice president, what if, what if vice president, does anyone ever looked into what the term vice means? Actually, means? I mean, yeah. albino Chinese midgets is my vice. Exactly. Like, so that, what, like, <laughs> the, word, uh, the word vice means, uh, if I remember correct, it, it is a wicked behavior or something like that. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. Uh, Vice was well, right um, of our faces. like they, they show us like in public. Oh, this is the president of doom, and like we, no one is just even acknowledging it. Yeah. Well, let's let's think about this. This is why I'm throwing it out on the table here. This could make a huge. I mean, okay. Let, right now we have Kamala Harris. What has she done for us as a vice president <laughs> right now? She made us laugh Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely, jack shit, nothing. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna uh, play I will, this. I will this. say though, you did have Ronald Reagan and HW Bush. They kind of yeah. gelled. Yeah, yeah they, they, did. they did. They, they gelled. I guess you. Could... <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> George Bush was also. 
George Bush was also the head of the CIA at one time. Okay, just right. remember he's also the one. He's crap. also one that brought out the famous New World Order. Yeah, yeah. So. He done that when he was president. He talked about that, but you yeah. have to remember a lot of these people who have been president are right. nothing but career politicians. Yeah, and they don't have anything to do with the American people because. Once they get into a, polit a political position, they become sheltered. They don't give a shit about whether you're sitting on the side of the road dying of thirst. They won't stop for you because you don't mean anything to them. Well, that's got the, the problem that, that we're seeing right now that maybe people are yeah. overlooking is how, how, you know, when are we going to raise the bar on the vice president? <laughs> the vice president does have a job to do. But they haven't done it in years. <laughs> long, long time. A long, long time. Okay, I got this clip. I, I'm not just going to pick on Kamala because of it, but I just happen to have one. Okay, listen to some <laughs> of the words that she speaks. Here we go. They convinced us we were special. We weren't particularly special. <laughs> and so we thought then about what we could achieve and our responsibility. I don't know what's wrong with you young people. You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> it's about a perspective. It's about a state of mind and then fueling that with the resources that are necessary. Motivated by hope and faith, but speaking truth about the obstacles to actually achieving all that hope and faith can drive. Understanding we must speak truth, we must be clear-eyed, we must see who's not in the room, who's never been in the room. Our edict and our mission is not to come out and say, well, we could do this better. Because none of us just live in a silo. But it's also about what is the culture of the environment. Okay, there you go. You haven't even ever been Has in the room. Have you ever even been in yeah, the room? She doesn't even know what the hell a room is. So, the people no, haven't even been in the room. I don't want to talk about the room. I'm outside. Okay. Let's let's talk about let's let's do that. Let's let's talk about a vice president's role. Okay, a vice president is there to support and also come up with ideas to forward the American people into a better place. What has Kamala Harris done for well, us? Brett, Brett, first of all, you, you forgot something very important when you said that. Okay. One of the things the vice president is supposed to do that he swore to is uphold the Constitution of the United States. Correct. They don't do that. I was going to get to that because that is part of the role. We have not seen a vice president do anything. Look what Trump got stuck. Dude, plot twist: Kamala Harris was a Make-A-Wish <laughs> Foundation kid, and then they just hey, at least time. Mike Pence was polite and gentlemanly. He would not even know the woman he would have his wife around. Smart man, smart man. Um, oh, and um, one more thing: Kamala Harris would probably be reminding all of us: don't start talking like a Republican. Damn, you have been in the room. Remember that one? Yeah, Scott, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, technically, I think Pence was a good vice president. Do you really think so? I thought he was a doorstop. I mean, he did. Uh -oh. No, I think I think he was very gentlemanly, dude. Yeah, like and, and, and and really, I think the most the job that a vice president is supposed to do is to uh, embrace the president's agenda mm -hmm. and repeat it and make it the mission of your work. Yeah. Right? Do you think he did that fully? He yeah. did a good job stabbing Trump in the back. 
<laughs> well, well, no, but we're, you're 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 taking you're you're taking a moment at time of his four years, and you're yeah. saying because yeah, I I agree with you on that that there's that there's there was a huge disconnect. There shouldn't have been a disconnect, especially at the end of someone's term. But yeah. everything before that, Mike Pence okay. did his job to the T. He represented the president of the United States. And he pushed his agenda forward and he defended it. If, yes, okay, that so, he did. So, so go back and listen to his debate against Kamala Harris. Did he, yeah. did he bow to Kamala Harris? No, he fought no. back and he did it in such a respectful manner that Kamala, Kamala Harris is the one who came off uncouth. So yes. it's just, it's just like, that's just the, that's what I'm saying. He did his job. Yeah. So, but like it's weird he became this like distorted villain when he knew he was losing his position so yeah. especially in the eyes of trump supporters now i i, I thought he was very elegant in the way that he handled things yeah but before I that absolutely do everyone called him the I silver well, can we just say it like this hunter pence did a heel turn he turned to the heel side <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't even say that. I think he felt the pressure, and he basically just did not want to get involved. Well, to be fair, he's fully flipped. He he yeah. is. Uh, I, I can't remember the name of that group. Uh, the Lincoln Project. He he deals with people in the link with the Lincoln Project right now. So he yeah. is so desperately trying to attack Trump that he is making friends with pedophiles. Right. Yep. Right. So he is so a pedophile. There's, hey, Scott, there's just huge, look up Indiana Boys Town. I don't well, know I'm if not gonna, that I'm is not, a I'm, solid or not, Rocky. But I'm just going to say, let's. Uh, we're talking about him as being a vice president, right? Well, now. I understand that, but but what I was going to ask, I was going to ask you guys a question. Does anybody think that a president should be, since he's at the very top of the ladder, call out? the problems for the majority of the people under the so-called democracy mob rule, not the 3% rule. He should be calling out the people who are causing the problems and get them to either come to the side and say, okay, we'll take care of this or fire them or have them revoked from their, from their duties because they are not performing what they're designed to do. Um, I would, you know what? None of them are performing their duties, Rocky. None of them are. That's what I'm saying. See, none of them are doing that now. And a lot of them haven't done that in their entire careers in politics. A politician is supposed to say, hey, I work for these people. And they're having this problem. And since you're giving money to this people over here and they don't really have a problem, but you're giving the money to them anyway, this gives some money over here. They don't do that. They yeah, all follow I the think. line. The, 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 the head who is in charge of the Republicans or the Democrats say, hey, look, we got a bill coming up. And either you don't vote or you vote this way. Yeah. That's what they do. They're I, playing I, the stupid game and, and getting money from lobbyists. They're getting money from the lobbyists. That's why we had such a flip 
when yeah. Trump became president because he wasn't a career politician. And that's well, he was not CEO what they want. Company. Yeah. He, he was he was a CEO of a company. He was calling them out and everybody took offense to it because it hurt people's feelings that they were being called out. And he knew what they were because he used to donate them money so they could tell him what they're going to do. And then all of a sudden he switches the game on him because he knows their game. He knows what they're after. He knows what they're wanting to do to the American. But some of the people in his cabinet stabbed him in the back. I could, I could say that. Well, but who's well, not going to stab each other in the back to climb the ladder well, when you're in a uh, also, also, to you, I, this is, I know this is an unpopular opinion, probably even in this room, but uh, some of the asks of Donald Trump during the end of his term were also not constitutional. So you had you had two two factions in the White House at that time with both having slightly unconstitutional opinions about how to best process a fight. Um, yeah. If Pence went in there and rejected all of the state's uh, votes, that would have caused a constitutional crisis like you would not believe. Right. And what would have happened? It would have had to go to the Supreme Court to make the decision. Because they, they, the, they are the decision. top court who makes the decision on but, laws but that are being At that moment, with. you're already you're already putting a lot of pressure on one man to do something that is extremely out of character and doesn't meet a hundred percent of the requirements for him to do so. It is Correct. normal for people, for, for state representatives, senators and reps to come there and testify against the submission of the votes for president. That is perfectly fine. And it is up to the vice president to do so. But the way that it happened, it's, it would have been extremely, absolutely crazy. And uh, you have to think there was a huge riot. Yeah, right. A I gotta agree protest, with whatever what you want to call it. I said in the chat, uh, XI put out there, and I've been meaning to uh, to acknowledge this for you. Uh, he said, "I think Mike Pence did a fantastic job upholding our Constitution when he refused to go along with the insurrection and stood for the votes cast by the American people." So going along with you, Scott, you know, he did. Well, I'm not saying all that stuff was fraud, uh, was, was, was fraudless, right? right. I'm just saying right. that I'm just saying order of processes. Mike Pence would have been doing something that could have possibly led to a small percentage of what he was doing being unconstitutional. And also what he was doing, a small percentage of that was unconstitutional. So what Mike yeah. Pence did, this is the way I think he thought. He said, well, I'll just default to the basic. I'll default to the general. I'll do my duty. I'll do my job. Who voted in? Who voted in Trump in, 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 into the presidency? Who accepted the submission of his votes? Who did that? Anyone know? Go ahead. Joe Biden. 
So I know because we talked about it. But. Do you think Joe Biden's a huge fan of? Do you think Joe Biden want Donald Trump to be president? No. Do you think no. Something no. out. No. Do you think they could have figured there? Do you, there was there was conflict. I remember Maxine Waters like brought a bunch of people and was just like, "We're not we're not going to accept these votes. We're going to pull these votes from my state of California, and I'm going to represent other states, and we're going to pull the votes from those states to keep Trump." being the president and guess what joe biden did eh, that wrong that's not gonna happen you're not gonna keep him from being president joe biden did that mike pence did the same thing little different i know there's a lot of <laughs> other circumstances but you have to remember like i said pence just defaulted to general procedure and just went forward so no matter how your hard feelings are about things are, are if there's fraud here, yeah, I agree. I saw things that were very fraudulent um, and I wish they could have been stopped. Uh, and there's that, and even uh, the CISA, right? CISA, the information, uh, basically the information administration for the United States. I'm 100% convinced that even though Trump created that administration, that they were in on creating fraud and covering fraud in the election. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's all kinds of things. Like, you know, Rocky's just saying about the Patriot Act. Yeah, it's like, get rid of the Patriot Act, get rid of Homeland Security, get rid of CISA, get rid of these administrations that literally add no value, get rid of the stupid people at the airport. <laughs> like, like, that's what I'm saying. Get rid of all of them. They had no value to American life. They don't make us more secure. They make us more restrained. So we lived without them before. That's what a lot of people don't. I'm not saying anything crazy revolution. I'm not, I'm not saying coup d'etat or anything like that. I'm saying, why can't we live like we did pre-Patriot Act? What was wrong with that? I I mean, that's all I'm saying. I, we just don't need this bloated government anymore. Just get rid of it. Burn it down. Yeah, pretty much. Well right. said, Scott. Yeah. I mean, okay, I, I think about this. As this older generation, older crowd, may remember a movie, okay, with Richard Pryor. It came out in 1985. <laughs> yeah. The movie was Brewster's Millions. Oh, one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Top notch. Now, if you think about it, looking back in 85 with them making that movie, all of the theories were correct in that movie. Did you ever think about that? Yeah. Voting for, I got a clip here. Let me, let me play this you clip. A minor league baseball team actually got to play against the Yankees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> TST, welcome mm -hmm. to the show. Let me, let me go ahead and play this clip here. I don't know if it's the correct clip or not, but I think it's the one where he, where he was standing up and, and came out. Let, let me play this here. Here we go. your reasons for your sudden and unexpected candidacy? I figure voting for Salvino or Heller is just as silly as them running for office, which is just as silly as me running for office. The only thing that's silly is the power of the people's vote. Well, I think the people should use it to vote for them. None of the above! Mr. Brewster, are we to understand that you actually don't 
don't want anyone to vote for you? What I'm saying is I think only an idiot would vote for me. Mr. Brewster, have you taken positions on any of the issues facing the city? Uh, sanitation, union corruption, urban renewal. Let's get to the bottom line, right? I'm here to buy Brewster, your votes. With only 10 days, Mr. Brewster, with only I'm here to buy your vote. How do you expect to find that kind of support for that position? I don't expect to get support. In fact, I'm asking people not to send money into my candidate. I think the people should keep their money. They're going to need it after this they're going to need it after this election. Think about yeah, yeah. it. Yep. Brewster's millions, right? Right back to it. I mean, think about it. We're, we're, we're all in a position now to where none of the above is sounding pretty good. Yeah, it does. I, I mean, <laughs> if you saw someone going out there, like some, uh, some unknown, okay, that was maybe straight from the street, caring about what was going on in the world, okay, and came out and said none of the above. What do you think had happened in the candidacy in 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 going for you know president? I think it would take the world by storm. Well, be like, who do we vote for? Who do we vote for? Do we vote for? Yeah. I'd vote well, for Richard Pryor. None of the above. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, there <laughs> is ahead, that Mark. saying. There, there is that saying that the person who deserves it the most is the person who wants it the least. That's <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Speaking, yeah. speaking, okay. what happened? Speaking from the middle wing, I'm not left wing or right wing. I say the okay. middle. Are, are you just winging it now, Doc? Okay. Welcome to the show, yeah. brother. Good to hear yeah. from you. Yeah, I'm just winging it because, um, in my opinion, I, I put it out there in the chat room, they need to put somebody in the White House, VP, dirt poor. Not necessarily dirt poor, but I mean put somebody in there that's really, really experiencing the American dream. I mean, I, I mean, let's face it, the majority, if not all of the candidates, and, and, and have won the presidency, they, I mean, they're well off if they're not rich. If they had, if they had, you know, got all the advantages, if they'd taken advantage and, and, and made it with all the stuff that was out there that, that a lot of that stuff that the Supreme Court has voted down. Yeah. Put somebody in there that, I mean, that's really the real face of America. I don't care if they're black. I don't care if they're white. I don't care if they polka dot. Put somebody in there that's really going through it. Polka I mean, hey, I mean, I, I mean, y'all might agree with me now, but see, but see, I'm not gonna say too much because I'm too old to be ducking bullies. So, <laughs> Doc. So I, I, I mean, that's I, how I look. I, me and I, friend I, of mine got me and friend of mine today got in that very conversation that I, I really don't. I mean, I vote for the better guy. Here lately, I mean, they 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 got good intentions, good ideas, but somehow or another, that the, the wheels went off the tracks. Yeah, yep. and and, uh, and 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 then you know, so I mean, so far off the tracks. I mean, it's I, I, I mean, it's too late. Yeah, we okay. haven't had here's, a present. Here's a question for you. All okay, right. Miss Dixie just put uh, a valid point out there. I'd like someone who can't be bought. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, do you really think someone like Trump could be bought? 
Or do you think he held on to his own convictions? No. I'm asking a serious question here. No. No. It depends. It depends, though. If money talks, then yes. But if not, then no. It depends, though. It depends on, like, the type of thing that's out there. Everybody has their price. Remember that. Everybody has their price. Everyone does have a price. I could have, I, I could agree with that. It's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's just. I mean, there's no hope. I mean, I mean, I mean, this, this country is, is, is going too far off the track, in my opinion, to be put back on. I don't care who you put up there. I don't care who you got sitting in the house in the Senate. I mean, I mean, it's, 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 it's hopeless. We won't see it in our lifetime. They can. What we're going down there, the school board meeting and all that, they already know what they're going to do before we get up there and open our mouth. Yeah. They'll get up there and they will just drag it out, drag it out, drag it out. They've already been bought and paid for. I can Pretty say much. this too. I can say all this the too. judges, the all the judges, the, the, the local judges, policies, they've already been put in somebody's hip pocket. Yeah, and what about all these cartoons that Eugene, show up, welcome like, to the show. Like The Simpsons and South Park, and they show what happens and everything. I think it was The Simpsons that had Donald Trump as president years before Donald Trump ran for president, and all of a sudden it happened. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, yeah. that happened along the way in the cartoons and everything. Everybody got sick, everybody died off, and lo and behold, COVID shows up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Trump said he was going to run for president back in the 80s. No pressure here at four. Yeah, That's he where did that, that came from. That's where that came from. Yeah. Uh, Scott, you got any comments here? No, no, not not, not, not really. I mean, I think a big, a big, you know, over-the-top type of statement is what they both said with no, no influence, no financial influence. Everybody's influenced. I mean, one one senator who talks about that all the time is Rand Paul. Right. You know, he talks about that, like pretty much everyone, everyone here is kind of just paid to do what they do. Yeah. You know, and he says, and then I look like a bad guy because I'm, I'm not like both from Republicans and Democrats. He is treated very poorly because... He just doesn't go with whatever whatever else is going on. The guy literally never votes for spending money on anything. Right, right. FQZ, welcome to the show. Um, yeah. I, I was I was thinking about that as well. We're, you know, we're broke. Our country yeah, is broke are. when it comes yeah. to our government. A lot of people don't realize that, and a lot of people don't care. No, um, we were and we're just hemorrhaging. You know, go back to to John Kennedy's. I've driven all over Washington D.C. and I still haven't found the money tree. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, like I don't know where Absolutely. we're getting all this money. And you know, I I think about it. You know, you've got to know a little bit about communism and socialism to understand what debt really is to a very oppressive government. It is yeah. the amount of work that your citizens owe you as the government. That is the amount of slave labor that that you are that, that you have been given. Watch, watch so the amount of watch debt that the US holds. <laughs> well, it, it, it is. It's like we have to work for free. We have to work for free to pay for our government. 
that debt is ours. They don't take responsibility for spending that money. We have to work to pay that money off. One way to get us to work without us knowing about it is inflation. Don't raise their wages, make everything more expensive, and they don't know it, but they're paying debt that they, and they're struggling, right? They're, they're just being pushed down. That's all that inflation does, right? Pushes everybody down at the same time. Like a giant heavy blanket over all everybody. Exactly. You're right. So, all G, welcome, big gun. So, that's no, the way, I, that's one of the ways that they do it. Yeah. It no, sucks, I, man. These, these it. people, like, like, like you said, Doc, like a politician who, like, knows, I mean, like, just in general, right? General American life, you know, like, how to, how they grew up, how they made something of themselves, how they take care of their family, you know, how they take care of their community, how involved they are, all of those things. We don't see politicians like that. We see Harvard graduates from super wealthy families. Yeah. So, yeah, Trump is, is a little bit out of that spectrum uh, with part of it, but still kind of the same if you think about it. Like, he's still a wealthy wealthy kid who graduated from a really good school um he has not really uh dealt with except for some people in his business like the average american you know and everyone else is the same way they're all harvard graduates they went into college they got you know law positions places became politicians yeah. like mm-hmm. it's just like there's no relation to us that nobody on here on this panel i'm sure has like a master degree from like a uh top four university in this country nope. that it nowadays cost uh what i mean what are you talking about Three hundred thousand. Uh, yeah some, some absolutely like you would wouldn't believe how much that costs right um and right. you have to get into that school in the first place, right? Like, right, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Even if you have the money. So so I'm, I'm definitely not downing people who go to those schools because they've earned it, right? But we don't all get the privilege of having the money there available when we did well. Maybe we did really well in high school and our parents were, were able to provide us community college. Mm-hmm our state college or something on that line. A lot of people, I know a lot of people on here who have been to state colleges, right? That's more common. That's more of a common person thing. You know, there's a point like, yeah, like ASU or U of A here in Arizona. Like those aren't like, I mean, they're, they're good schools, but they're not Harvard. Right. Right. They're not the, that's the in crowd of the in crowd of the in crowd, you know, You know, they don't they don't do uh, skull and crossbones at U of A, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> they 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 do one, two, three margaritas if you know what I mean. <laughs> um Um I, I wish you know you know, James and the Slightly Serious Show was here for this, Brett and Scott, because the one thing I'm gonna say that, that he oftentimes says is both political parties have the same end goal. They just have different ways of achieving it. And he even learned from a, um, a, a congressman who, who he befriended, who basically told him to his face that their job in, in Congress, Democrats and Republicans, they're not there to really work in the best interest of the constituents. They're really there to raise money for their parties because you've got to consider the two-party system we have is a behemoth. Right. Yeah. 
No, that's I get really it. how how out of very 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 out of touch they are with 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 Americans like us. Yeah. No, and it could be like that. Um, mm-hmm. I tell and you, you got to have it's... a certain iota of ego to be in Congress too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been. Uh, but uh, enough of that. <laughs> you you got to have you you got to have uh, you know, M- Mr. Brett has a lot of ego because he can stand up in front God of people and tell people. To tell people what his mind is. He's in a school board. You know, he's involved in his community. You know, he does everything he possibly can, right? Exactly. It's it's a small right, percentage. Right. There's a small percentage of people Thank who are able to do that. And 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 that I mean, imagine doing that to the point that you're you're up to the point where you're like a senator, right? You're a governor of a state. Yeah. Um, it takes it takes an ego. I mean, we just have to tailor the 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 harsh Adam absorbing 12. in in our world to to like find the good ones <laughs> i don't know any other way to say <laughs> I, I i i understand i know what you mean you know I do. you, Thank you need people who are confident in themselves otherwise they're not going to do a good job for you so right. you, you have to you have to pick the mentality that that fits the the fits the career fits the job you know um i don't think my current governor is one of those people i think my current governor is like hiding at home under a fuzzy blanket with a big glass of wine right now, you know, um, yeah. just absolutely doing nothing. Right. You know, and then I, previous to that, you had douchey who was hiding in a closet. Well, he tried. I mean, he tried, but he sucked at trying too. So, Oh yeah. He sucked at trying to. Absolutely. Well, he, he, he sold out of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, I gotta say it's been, uh, one hell of a show today. Uh, I, I enjoy when we get this kind of, uh, this kind of engagement and we're able to put this kind of show out. Um, I should probably check the news. Well, uh, (laughs) why don't you do a quick check real quick? Uh, Rosario, (laughs) welcome to the show. Well, Uh, um, I'm really looking forward to the variety show tonight, Brett. I mean, which I ho- hopefully it's going to be a little bit laid back tonight, un- unlike the heaviness of the headline news show. Yeah, it, it will. It, it, it always is. Crazy. Good afternoon. Do you got uh, do you got signal now? I got crazy in, but I think I lost her there. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> well, uh, Scott, do a quick do a quick scan, see if we got anything breaking out there that we could throw on the way out. And, no, uh, we, we we're, we're we're pretty we're pretty clear. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us here at the Pulse Headline News and uh, joining us in the conversations. We've had some great topics today. I want to thank Rocky uh, for being in here. Rosario, thank you for stopping by. XI, thank you for coming in. Uh, I noticed that you're a new listener here. Please hit that follow button out there and uh, give us some likes on the way through. Uh, We appreciate all the new listeners uh, that come in. Adam 12, thank you for coming by. Uh, Miss Crazy Lady, love you as always. Paul G, the big gun, thank you for being here. Uh, We also got Shane, the bald guy, all the way from Kansas, Dan. Love you, brother. Thank you for everything you do for the show as well. Uh, Also, Eric Kirk, uh, the podfather's in here. We got Sheppy. Thank you, Sheppy. Uh, Rico's in here. Thank you, Rico. Miss Dixie. 
Congratulations again, Miss Dixie. She was our fan of the month for June. Uh, prior to that was Shep. Uh, he was our fan of the month for May. We want to thank him as well. Humble Dog, thank you for riding with us, brother. We really appreciate it. We also got Rhode Island Red in here. Uh, George slash Heel Club, thank you. Uh, we also got uh, Russell in here, the king of overnight podcasting uh, from outside of normal miss Susie is in here as well our executive producer uh let's try and get some quick uh final thoughts here crazy are you are you on the line and able to say anything on the way out let's see here nope i think we lost crazy uh heel club you got some final words for everyone yeah go trump boo biden everybody have a low day no, we can't hear you, crazy. It's not coming through for some reason. Your mic is kind of screwed up. Uh, keep trying, though, before I end it out here. Uh, let's see, Eric, give us some final words for the day here. Well, I mean, this has certainly been a great show. Um, I swear to but God. if it, but if, oh, 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 hey, crazy. Um, <laughs> oh, you can hear me now? Well, <laughs> go ahead, well, Eric. Go ahead, I'm going to certainly, I'm going to certainly invite friends to, to join the, the the old men's podcast show on Friday when we kick off the the July trivia contest because there's a fifty dollar gift certificate to Glowflow Denver that's up for grabs for whoever right. the lucky winner will be. Hey, yours truly was winner last month. Thank you, Eric. Exactly. <laughs> and the Twitter poll is live to help decide August, which will be the one year anniversary. Yep, there you go. All right, Miss Crazy, welcome back. Now that your mic's working. Hello. Hi. Uh, well, I Hi, I had something for Scott since oh, he lives okay. in Arizona. Yeah. There is a law in Arizona called the Stupid Motorist Law that allows the state to find drivers for their rescue if they drive around barricades or signs and get stuck in flooded roadways. Absolutely. I know that law well. Oh, you knew that law? Yes. Oh, were you one of yeah. those people that got fined? <laughs> no, no, no. I was at, yeah, never mind, crazy. I'll explain later. But anyway. <laughs> well, you no, I was gonna say you don't even need a barricade or a sign. If you drive into no. a flooded wash, um, if you just try to like, you know, burn through it and you get stuck yeah. and they have to get helicopters and trucks and everything else to like get your vehicle out or find you or whatever you pay all of it that's just the way it works it's to keep people works. say hey that area is flooded i'm turning around and going a different way that's just what you have to do if you live here yeah yeah all right uh rico thank you for hanging on as well brother you still on the line to where you could give some final words for the day I think I maybe lost Rico somewhere. Uh, XI, thank you. I know you got to take off here. Uh, thank you for hanging around. Come back with us tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow with the headline news, uh, 10 a.m. Alaska and 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's see here. Russell, you got some final words for us, brother? Let's see if I can maybe get. Uh, yeah, man, I'll see you tonight, bro. Have a mountain doing a moon along the way. Hey. And thank you for all the graphic arts, brother. I appreciate yeah, man, no problem, it. Uh, My all pleasure, that, man. My pleasure. Thank you, sir. Everyone that's seeing the background in the show right now, that was created by Russell here. I have the right the to remain silent, the- but I do not have the ability to post the last Oh, yeah. Oh, see, there's Rico. <laughs> and uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Uh, just a- <laughs> There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> Scott, you got some final words for us, sir? Thank you, Rico. Appreciate it, brother. Scott, give us some final words for the day here. Um, let me see if I got something. I think I saved a couple of things already today. Did you? Ah, look at that. Yeah, okay. I went with what Charles Darwin yesterday. I'm going to go with Albert Einstein today. Do not okay. grow no matter how long you live. Never cease to stand like curious children before the great mystery into which we were born. Yeah, there you go. Hey, not bad. What was the other famous Albert Einstein? Uh, let's see here. Uh, I would say, oh, to keep life in balance. Well, uh, how does it go in? Uh, how did he say it? It was one of his famous quotes. Do you remember it? No, I don't remember yeah. it. No. Life is like a bicycle. To keep uh, balance, you need to keep moving forward. There you go. That's what it was. Box of chocolates? <laughs> no, box of, no, no box of chocolates. No box of You never know which one has nuts. <laughs> Life is like a dog. You'll never know what he looks like. Are there next. horrible orange cream feeling? Life is like feeling, a dog. You know, feeling, feeling, feeling. Poop, poop facing. Yeah, that orange mouth. crap. Yeah, Shane, thank you, brother. Uh, I, I, I've got uh, final words for you guys. You know what? Keep doing it out there. Pay it forward. Do good for others. It'll come back in unexpected ways. And definitely take time every day to appreciate what you have out Yo, there. Roadhouse. Uh, Roadhouse. Where the hell did Roadhouse um, <laughs> crazy lady asks about does scott have an instagram you know she's wanting to know ah scott you're being called out dude no that's what happens when you're an account when but you're... i don't ever use it i haven't logged into it and in probably maybe twice yeah. a year i log into it years 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 and years yeah there we go all right let's roll this thing out here let's do it all right, everybody, I want to thank you all for joining us here at the Pulse Headline News. Today's Wednesday, July 12th. It's been one hell of a day. Uh, I want to thank everyone, all those listeners that are here in the live. I want to thank you for our full panel that we had today. See you later. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, let's do this. I also want to thank all those 36 countries that listen to the Pulse out there. Thank you, guys. It's awesome. You guys uh, helped keeping us in the top 10. Uh, we were number one last month. Thank you. Thank you for that gold tab that we still have. Uh, we're going to try and hang on to it. Pretty awesome. Let's talk about some uh, podcast here. Actually, I want to get this out as well. Uh, just remember, this weekend is the city of Nenana, the centennial for the completion of the Alaska Railroad. Saturday the 15th, everything starts at 9 a.m. in downtown Nenana. Uh, opening of a time capsule, 100 years old, all the way to having Governor Dunleavy speak there. Uh, Ielson's going to do a flyover. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of vendors there. Food, all sorts of good stuff. Paul G., thank you, brother, for the gifts. All right, let's talk about some podcasts. Tonight, you're going to find us again. That's right, the Pulse Variety Show. Happening 6.30 p.m. Alaska time, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, where I will have an all-star panel out there. We're going to have a good time tonight. It's going to be awesome. Uh, check out the Old Man's Podcast. 
happening Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Alaska time, 10 a.m. Eastern. Also, my brother out there, Russell, make sure you give him a click and a follow as well. Uh, he does the he's the king of overnight podcasting out there. Also, we got the Shep Shack out there. Make sure you check him out. The Amber May Show as well. Humble Dog, thank you, brother, for riding with us. He's got a great show as well. Click and follow him. Hanny J with the TRL. My brother from across many ponds, KAPZ. Also, Paul G's in the room. Give him a click and a follow as well. He's been doing some uh, great shows out there. Uh, I just want to thank everyone for uh, all the support that we get. And we'll see you guys tonight on the Variety Show. I got one more song for you guys on the way out uh i'm gonna get out of here once we're done here i get to go keep packing the the rv because we are going on the road uh this saturday we're gonna be on the road so doing some shows on location gonna have some fun all right uh that's right uh we're gonna have some fun let's do it to it all right one more song on the way out enjoy yourselves from myself, Denali Burrow Brett, along with Tucson Scott, executive producer, Miss Susie. Uh, thank you for everything you do. We'll catch you all tonight and out there uh, on the beam. Let's do it to it. Enjoy the song. Like I said, be safe, be kind. We'll see you soon. Well, I pulled out of Pittsburgh, rolling down the eastern seaboard. I've got my diesel wound up, and she's running like I never before. There's a speed zone ahead, but all right, I don't see a cop inside. Six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it home tonight. I got ten Ford gears and a Georgie overdrive. Passing little white lines and my eyes are roving wide. Just past a Jimmy and a white, I've been passing everything in sight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. It really seems like a month since I kissed my baby goodbye. I could have a lot of women, but I'm not like some other guy. I could find one to hold me tight, but I can never make believe it's right. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. The ICC is checking on down the line. I'm a little overweight and my logbook's way behind. But nothing bothers me tonight. I can dodge all the scales alright. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. My rig's a little old, but that don't mean she's slow. There's a flame from her stack and the smoke's rolling back as cold. My hometown's coming in sight. If you think I'm happy, you'll ride. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. 
Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. That's all, folks.